want to welcome you. I'm Mark Brickler, and we are working through living words from the Gospel of John. We are in chapter 10, part two. So I want to share my screen, and uh, we will read chapter 10, 10, part two, starting with verse 22. We're going to be reading from the Passion Translation again today. The time came to observe the winter feast of renewal in Jerusalem. Jesus walked into the temple area under Solomon's covered walkway. And when the Jewish leaders, when the Jewish leaders encircled him and said, how much longer will you keep us in suspense? Tell us the truth and clarify this for us once and for all. Are you really the Messiah, the anointed one? <laughs> Jesus answered them, I have told you the truth already and you did not believe me. The proof of who I am is revealed by all the miracles I do in the name of my Father. Yet you stubbornly refuse to follow me because you are not my sheep. As I've told you before, my own sheep will hear my voice and I know each one and they will follow me. I give to them the gift of eternal life that they will never be lost and no one has the power to snatch them out of my hands. My father who has given them to me as a gift is the mightiest of all, and no one has the power to snatch them from my father's care. The father and I are one. When they heard this, the Jewish leaders were so enraged that they picked up rocks to stone to death. But Jesus said, my father has empowered me to work many miracles and acts of mercy among you. So which one of them do you want to stone me for? The Jewish leaders responded, we are not stoning you for anything good you did. It's because of your blasphemy. You are just a son of Adam and you're claiming to be God. Jesus answered, isn't it written in your scriptures, which of course would be the Old Testament, that God said, you are God's? The scriptures cannot be denied or found to be an error. The scriptures cannot be denied or found to be an error. So if those who have the mes message of the scripture say to you, be gods, then why do you accuse me of blaspheming? For I have been uniquely chosen by God and he is the one who sent me to you how then could it be blasphemy to, for me to say I'm a son of God? If I'm not doing the beautiful works that my father sent me to do, then don't believe me. But if you see me doing the beautiful works of God upon the earth, then you should at least believe the evidence of the miracles, even if you don't believe my words. Then you would come to experience me, to experience me, and be convinced that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Once again, they attempted to seize him, but he escaped miraculously from their clutches. Then Jesus went back to the place where John had baptized him at the crossing of the Jordan. Many came out to where he was and said about him, even though John didn't perform any miracles, Everything he predicted about this man is true. And many people became followers of Jesus 
at the Jordan and believed in him. Okay, it's a really interesting things here. He says um, here in verse 35, that in their scriptures in the Old Testament, that um, you are gods. Okay, right here we are, here in verse 34. You are gods. Well, that makes me kind of want to go check that out. So I'm going to go back to the New American Life, when I've studied that for 40, 45 years, and go up to Bible here, do a search, click on search, and just see if I can find you are gods. Yeah, <laughs> quite a few verses. Now here's something that you can do. See this little search bar right in the center? It says search for all of the words. How about if I search for the exact phrase? Click on that and do the binocular search one more time. Here we go, that brings it down to just three. There we are, Psalm 82.6. I said, you are gods. Talking to the Israelites, you are gods. Psalm 82.6, we'll just close this out now. So uh, we could go to, uh, yeah, we're, I clicked on Psalm 82.6, so it took me right there. I said, you are gods, and you are sons of the Most High. So yeah, God is definitely speaking, saying that, that we are gods, which is a question that I think I'll journal about. But before I do that, I just do want to go back to, to John. Chapter 10. Now, I'm going to scroll down the left column till I get to John. I'm at John. I'm going to click on John. That opens up the 21 chapters of John. If I click on chapter 10, it's going to take me right straight to chapter 10, and then I can scroll down. So this is another way to get to the John chapter 10. Okay. Um, here in verse 38, the Father is in me, and I'm in the Father. You know... This whole idea of the clear statement that God says that he was in Jesus, just like right now we have the Holy Spirit in us. This is kind of hitting me with more force. I, I don't remember ever seeing that exactly that way. Or maybe I haven't just forgotten because I forget a number of things. The Father is in me. So that word in, that's pretty interesting. I'm just going to click on the New American Standard Plus and see what it says. It says the Father is in me. Now there's no there's no number next to this word in here, which is kind of interesting because I was I just wanted to make sure it was in epsilon nu, the word for in in the, in the Greek. I don't get anything here. So New American Standard is using one Greek manuscript, but we also have up here in the top we have. Um, Um, we have King James Version. Here it is, KJV Plus. And they're using another Greek manuscript. So here we are in, in John 10, 38. Here we go. The Father is in me. So, you know, they've got a specific Greek word, that word in, if I hover over it. Um, this word in right here, hover over it. You see what drops down? 
E-N, epsilon nu. That, that is the definite word for in, okay? Um, so very, very clearly saying God was in Jesus. Just like the Holy Spirit's in you and I, God was in him, speaking the words to him, giving him visions, giving him words to speak, just like the Holy Spirit's in us, giving us words to speak also. Exact parallel. And there was actually another thing that was of interest to me, going back to that verse in Psalms 80, uh, ye are gods. Let me just go back to that again, because something else I wanted to check. So I'm going to go to the Bible, go to search again. Um, I'm going to go to you are gods. Let's see here. I think we want to go to the new, whoops. And I think my program wants to close. <laughs> hmm. Well, I don't really want to close. Okay, there we go. Um, let's go to the New American Standard if we can. See if it's going to let us do that. Well, I don't think it's going to be happy letting me do several things, but you are gods. I went and looked up that word God. It's Elohim. It's the same word for God, God of the universe. We're using the same word to describe us as the youth describe him. All right. So since my computer's thinking of freezing, let's just go on over to the questions, the journaling questions here. Journaling from John chapter one. Um, whoops. So if you want to go to, I'm sorry, we want to get down to John chapter 10. That's chapter nine. Here we are, chapter 10. <clears throat> Lord, I enter your gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I enter your courts with praise. Uh, we did cover, that's the first half of John. Let's go down to the second half of John. Here we are, John 10, 22 to 24. So Lord, in what way are, are we gods? Mark, I have put my spirit within you. I am joined to you at the core of your being. We are one. In that respect, you are considered a God. You have authority over Satan and all of his hosts. You can command thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My power to heal and deliver is released and the kingdom is manifest in and through you. In that sense, scriptures are being fulfilled that ye are gods. Second question, Lord, talk to me about your phrase, the Father is in me. Jesus saying the Father was in him. Mark, even as the Holy Spirit is in you, guiding you daily, my Father was in me, guiding me daily. Yes, we experienced, we experienced intimate daily communion, even as you are to experience intimate daily communion. And even as Adam and Eve did in the garden, this is the plan. <laughs> I lived it, and you are to live it. Jesus, as you quoted the Old Testament scriptures, you stated they are true and cannot be broken. I assume that means I can consider the Old Testament the infallible words of God. Yes, Mark, you can. Even though some believe they are not the words of my Father, I confirm to you that they are the words of my Father, and you can depend upon them and receive them as foundations in your life. <laughs> okay, so 
Those are some questions that you may ask Lord the same questions or different questions either way. Um, so just to review what these questions were in what ways, in what way are we gods? In what way am I a god? Talk to me about the phrase that the Father was in you, Jesus. And Lord, can I trust the Old Testament scriptures and can I trust the entire Bible as being the word of the word of God to me? Those would all be very good questions that you could ask the Lord. <laughs> all right, so let the Lord speak to you through your journaling so that you have living words from the Gospel of John, God illuminating scripture, just like he did the disciples on the Emmaus Road. And then come back and we will do another session. God bless you. This is Mark Ferkler signing off.